Greetings, everyone. It's such a blessing to have you with us on this beautiful day. Man, God has been speaking to our hearts and been yes, enlarging, yes. amen, our borders. This has been such a beautiful, beautiful season yes, um, for us as uh, ministers and as well as for the ministry. We just got done celebrating 20, 20 years, years of uh, having our church here in the San Joaquin Valley. And man, what a blessing to reflect on you know, what God has done uh, these, these these last 20 years, I mean, just we've been in different places, man. We've worked with different people and, man, we've accomplished things not only in our community and the surrounding communities, but, man, we've been able to impact nations. Yes, and part of it is this broadcast that goes not only where we live, but goes all over the world. And if you don't know, if you're maybe you're just watching and you just popped up, we are live in Visalia, California. We have a local church there. If you um, want to check it out, it's West Coast Believer Center. But um, we'd love to have you watch those also. Uh, so you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on pretty much every social media platform. But if you've been enjoying these episodes, if you could just like and subscribe, that would be amazing. Um, it, it causes you to make sure to know that anytime that we come up, mm -hmm. you don't miss an episode. And we're starting with season eight. So yes. this is our second episode for <laughs> season eight. You know, it's it's hard to believe that we've been doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, it's just been a joy. It really has been a joy to come into your homes, into your little phones, your iPads, no matter what you're, where you're watching <laughs> us on. It's just been a joy to hear the testimonies that have come back. And oh. so we, we've just been blessed. But last week we started, we started talking about um, family foundations. And so this is our second week. So if you didn't see last week, part one. pause, push pause, <laughs> and then go back and watch part one. And then we're just going to go ahead and start off right now um, with 2 Timothy 2, uh, 15 through 21. Yes, I love the New American Standard Bible when it comes to this scripture. And you're going to probably want to grab a notebook and uh, get your Bible because you definitely will be using it. Amen. He says, be diligent. That means you got to stay on it mm -hmm. to present yourselves approved to God because that's truly who we serve as the Lord. Amen. As a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. But avoid worldly and empty chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, men who have gone astray from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already taken place, and they upset the faith of some. Let me just stop right there. Let me tell you something. You don't want to live a life where you've got a, a shifty foundation to where you're causing people to leave the kingdom of God, leave the family of God, than being a part of it. Amen. Make sure that you stand on the word of the Lord, because if you do, you will avoid uh, all of the vain things that are taking place in, uh, you know, twisted doctrine that's floating around. You know, um, the word of the Lord will keep you from getting into error. Amen. Mm -hmm. So he tells him right here, he goes, man, the, the, the word of the Lord is strong, Timothy. And he goes on to say right here, some people, he says, have strayed from the faith. Because they didn't keep well, that foundation solid. Well, I, if you want to stop right there, I think that's a very, very good point. You know, you have people that are building on uh, building on blocks that have no foundation. Mm. You know, you're right. You know, you you hear a doctor and you hear a a message. You hear something. You know, the other day we were listening to a song and um, oh, the song was wonderful. And then at the end, this like like they just began to chatter and talk and. 
And I looked at my daughter and I said, what is that? Does that even mean? And she goes, nothing, mom. It's just a spiritual jargon. It just sounded good. She goes, there's nothing. It's not even a word. And I was looked at her and I said, okay, tell me how you feel. You know, but it's true. It's just mm -hmm. like, it just sounded good. Well, what does it even mean? You know, what does it even mean? And you, you have to take everything that is said, every message that you hear, every uh, doctrine that's out there, and, and you line it up to the foundation of yes. Jesus Christ. If there is no foundation, it just sounds good. Oh, that sounds good. That might just be your opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times people are out there building a foundation on somebody's opinion, mm -hmm. building a doctrine on somebody's opinion on what they believe that the Word says. No, no, no. Your, your opinion has to line up with the word. And if your opinion doesn't line up with the word, baby, you got to throw it out. You yeah, just got to throw it out. There's things that when I got saved, a lot of things that were in my foundation that I had to dig out and pull up, even though I learned it in church. Yeah. I learned those things in church, but I had to dig it out and pull, rip it out because mm -hmm. even though it was part of my foundation and it was in my foundation and I learned it in church, it was not based on the word of God. Yeah, because, you know, people... And I don't think it's that you have no, people no, that are going right. out of their way to deceive right. people. Because I believe that a lot of people are very sincere. It's just they you can be very sincere and be sincerely that's wrong. Right. That's right. And that's why it's so important that you always go to the Word. When you and that's me, right. when we gave our lives to Jesus, I remember that anytime someone told us something that usually started with the Bible says, yes. we would hand them our Bibles and say, show us. Because yeah. we had heard too many things that people said, the Bible says this and that. And then when we studied the word, we found out it didn't. It didn't. And so it's important for you to have that word. You'll be thoroughly equipped, and then you'll mm -hmm. be able to show yourself approved unto God. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say, nevertheless, the firm foundation. Come on now, that's what we want. The firm foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. Let me tell you something. God and his word are one. And when God's word is in a person's life, I'm telling you, your identity is with divinity. Amen. You're going to sound like God. You're going to say what he says. Amen. And your character is going to line up with God's character, Christ-like character, where the fruit of the Spirit is going to grow in your life. That can only come from having a solid foundation, having good roots, not bad roots, you know, like what we were talking about last episode. But he says right here, God knows everyone that are his, and everyone who names the name of the Lord is to abstain from wickedness. So notice it's not just about have, having titles. You know what? Uh, you are what you do. Amen. And he's saying right here, if, if uh, you identify with him, you can't, you can't be doing wicked things. I mean, you can't have cracks in your foundation and you're just painting over the cracks on the walls because you don't want to deal with what's shaky and shifty mm -hmm. underneath you, which is what you're building your life upon. That's right. So he goes on to say, now in a large house, there are not only gold and silver vessels, but also vessels of wood and earthenware, some to honor and some to dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself, that's a choice, man. That is a choice that we have to make. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the sand out of my foundation. That's I'm right. going to get the things that, that contaminate my life, those things that uh, they don't uh, help me, they contain me, those things that mess me up. I'm going to remove those things. He says, then if you cleanse yourself from these things, he will be a vessel for honor, mm -hmm. sanctified, which means separated, set apart, mm -hmm useful to the master, prepared for every good work. Mm, you know, yeah. God can only use people for, for good works if the foundation is That's good right. and firm, That's you right. know? 
That's what I want to be used for. I want God to look at me and say, I can use her. Any situation. Yeah. I don't want to um, have a situation that comes a, a, and arises and God's looking to and fro and he skips me by because there, I'm, there's something in me that he can't use. I want God to look and say, oh, I could use her. I could use her. You know what I mean? I, I want in any situation that I walk in that I'm prepared and equipped for that situation. Because the footsteps of the um, righteous are ordered of the Lord. So wherever I go, that means I'm equipped. Mm -hmm. And I'll be equipped if I'm a vessel of honor. No matter where it is. It's a grocery store, an amusement park, a um, gas station. Mm -hmm. You know, wherever wherever we may be, we need to be ready to be used. We need to be ready. You know, and, and what I was thinking about, you know, as we were praying about this and studying what we were going to minister, you know, I was just reflecting on when we first got saved, mm -hmm. how there was things that God began to change immediately. And because we knew we had a calling on our lives, we knew that, that God wanted to use us in greater ways, and we wanted him to be able to do that. We made choices and decisions yes. to remove the things and sometimes even people that caused our foundation not to be strong, not to be solid. And I remember there were things that I wanted God to do with my life I, I was willing, but I wasn't obedient. Hmm. You know, I, I had on. the right heart, but I didn't. I, I wasn't doing the things that should accompany the heart. And you find a lot of people that have shaky foundations. They 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 love God. You know, they they want to do things for God, but they're not taking care of the foundation and giving God something solid mm -hmm. that He can build upon. And I think this really became a revelation to me, big time when we became pastors, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because think about how many times, you know, there are people that have come into this ministry over the last 20 years. Think about how many times we've encountered people that we recognize they have a gift. Mm -hmm. Man, they have a beautiful gift. Maybe they're, they just, uh, you know, maybe it's someone that can sing and man, they have got a voice or, or someone that just has a, a just a contagious, uh, kind of personality that just draws people in. Think about how many times we've known people that we can see all of that, or maybe they got a beautiful skill set, but yet they don't have character. They don't have godly character. You think about how many times we've wanted to use people because we see it, but we can't use them in places of honor because we know that they don't have the character that will help them uh, you know, to build yes. upon that foundation yeah. because character is the only thing that can keep you where the anointing of God takes you. That's true. And God can only take you as high as the foundation will allow. So that's why it's so important that you build your life on a firm foundation, which is the word of God. And the Bible tells us that when you do this, man, you're going to be equipped for everything that's needed in this life. Um, look at 2 Timothy chapter 3 in uh, verse 16 and 17. I want you to read that, my love. And then uh, I'm going to read it from the message translation when you're done. You want me to read it out of King James? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Three, uh, 16 and 17 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All scripture, not just the parts that mm -hmm. you like, not just the parts that you want to do, but all scripture. And notice it says thoroughly, thoroughly. furnished. That's right. That means you have everything needed to build, mm -hmm. everything needed to serve. Yeah. Amen. 
Think about how many times we've seen, uh, you know, uh, buildings where uh, they didn't consider the cost. You know, the foundation was laid, uh, you know, maybe laid down, but nothing was built on. You know, uh, you know how many times we've seen things be partially done and never brought to completion. It's like God says right here that his word, that all scripture is inspired by God. I mean, that's godly material. And when you build upon that, he says, you're going to be, you're going to, your life's going to be coming into perfection. Mm -hmm. You say, God, can God uh, create perfection? Yes, he can. Bible says we're to be perfect yeah. like he is. Amen. And it's only through him that we can be, but it's God working with the word. Amen. To where you're furnished to where you have the goods that God can use to help change other people's lives. That's what he wants to do. And I, I love the way the message translation brings this out in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3, <laughs> a little tongue tied, mm -hmm. verse 16 and 17, in the message translation, it says this, every part of scripture is God-breathed. Mm. Oh, it's God-breathed. Mm -hmm. It's like every everything, every jot, every tittle, every slightest stroke of a, of a pen, everything, it's just, it has God's breath in it. Mm -hmm. You know, the way that I think about the word of God is like when you get a balloon, and you blow into it, your breath causes, you know, which can't be seen, causes, you know, uh, something to have form. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you breathe in and that balloon, amen, it expands, you know. And what's awesome is that it holds your breath, mm -hmm. you know. God's word is the same way. God breathed, amen, and his word came forth. And so when you have God's word, amen, you're going to have something that has the power to produce life. That's a good analogy, babe. Oh, it's awesome. I'm telling you, this makes me feel so good. Every part of scripture is God-breathed and useful one way or another, showing us truth. Come on. So this is what will happen. Your foundation. We're talking about foundation here. The word of God will show you what's truth. So when you come around things that are false, you'll know it's false because you have truth. And this is so needed in the day that we're living in because you have so many people that are being deceived or have mm -hmm. been deceived, you know, and the word of God will always show truth. It exposes our rebellion. So it, it exposes things. Amen. If there's a flaw, it'll show you where it's at so you can remove it. Correcting our mistakes. I've made a lot. This is like spiritual whiteout. God's word, you know, it's a foundation. It, it, we're talking about having a solid foundation, correcting our mistakes and training us to live God's way. Through the word, we are put together and shaped up for the task God has for us. And I like, uh, I like how it, should, it says, showing us truth, mm -hmm. exposing our rebellion, mm -hmm. correcting our mistakes, Training us to live God's ways. It's not showing us um, others, others, <laughs> you know, exposing others ways. You know, it's funny how people just, you know, they like to look at all the mistakes somebody else is mm -hmm. making, all the things that somebody else is being rebellious of, all the things somebody else is doing. But it's like, oh, no, no, honey, that's scripture for you. Yeah. You need to, you know, plank eye, plank eye. you know, <laughs> when, when we first got saved, we were so good at, at you know, trying to help each other and we did it out of you know we really did we do sincere. it we were sincere <laughs> but man we we our friends and i we, we if they did anything wrong we we're telling them that they did it wrong they were telling us that we did it wrong and then we found that scripture where it talks about um you know um 
to remove the the, the, moat. the moat out of your own eye. <laughs> moat is like this big old pole out of your own eye so you can see clearly mm -hmm. to remove the speck out of your brother's eye. You know, the scripture talks about, you know, this is the word is for us. Mm -hmm. It's for us. And it, the more that we we are, are working on our own foundation, we're working on the things that God needs us to change in our hearts, it'll be easier for us to help somebody else. And not only that, but you're going to want to help other people and you're going to do it with the right attitude. Yeah. You're going to do it with love. You're going to do it with, with um, you know, just that, that sense of wanting to help them, yeah. not making them better, you know. And so I, I just yeah. love that. Well, and then when you have a firm foundation, again, you're equipped for God to use you. A Ooh. vessel of honor. And that's the thing is that it, it, without that solid, firm foundation, uh, man, you know, God cannot use us the way that we were built to be used, the way that he desires for us to be uh, used. Because all of these things are choices. Man, you have a choice when the word of God is presented to you. You have a choice to either obey it or to disobey it. Mm -hmm. And it's either going to cost you or, you know, it's, I'm saying it's going to take something from you or it's going to add something to you based on what you choose to do with it, how you handle it. Yeah, and, and, you know, we've been talking about foundations. And if you're a dad, you know, if mm -hmm. you're a dad, if you're a mom, if you're a daughter, your grandmother, you know, a wife. Um, Nephew, niece. Whatever you are, having that foundation in you. And if every single one of us in our family is making sure that that foundation is good in them, what great families we will have for the love, you know, for yeah. God, you know. And, and if, you, if you're a father and you're building your foundation in God, you're going to be a better dad. You're going to mm -hmm. be a better dad. You're going to know. You know, I was talking to my daughter um, yesterday. My oldest daughter, mm -hmm. she has four children. And um, her youngest one is um, was born uh, preemie. She's premature. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking about some of the things and needs of the baby because she's, she's just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. You know, she's, she's um, three months old right now, but she's still so tiny, you know. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she was just sharing, you know, by this time, her other kids were doing this and, you know, all these things. Are, we're just sharing with her that it doesn't it didn't it doesn't matter where she's supposed to be you know uh it, it's where she's at right now is what matters you mm -hmm. know and i said to her i said you know i said you're anointed to be her mom just like you were the other ones and god will show you exactly um what you need to do for this child you know mm -hmm. and you know we were she wasn't like doubting herself yeah. or anything like that we're just just encouraging her and you know I know I could say I I have so much um, I have so much uh, confidence knowing that she is anointed for her because I know what I put inside of mm -hmm. her and I know what uh, what my daughter walks in and I know she's a she, she's used as a vessel of honor. So when you um, have that that timing and you're making sure that you're taking that time to build yourself up in the Lord. You're equipped for every situation in your life. Yep. You're equipped for every situation in your life. You're equipped for every time, every season in your life. Mm -hmm. You're equipped for every season that your child is in as a mother, you know, as a grandmother. How important it is for us to have our foundation rock solid in raising our families. Yeah, because you know what, when, uh, you know, God's desire is to use every one of our lives. And sometimes people might not see how magnificent your life can be or how important your life is to God because they, they don't see anything built. There's, mm -hmm. there's nothing there to really show mm -hmm. the foundation that's been laid. It's kind of like when you plant a seed, 
you know, that seeds underneath the soil and nobody sees the roots growing and this thing's preparing itself to be to to come and break through the ground. And sometimes that's the way it is with us as people. Amen. We're laying the foundation of God's word. Amen. And our faith is based upon his word. Mm -hmm. You know, faith mm -hmm. comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Um, and so with his word, it's like uh, it doesn't return void. You know, he never said that it, it doesn't go out void. It goes out as a promise. It returns as, uh, um, you know, it, it returns as something that is manifested. And so God wants his glory to be upon our lives and in our families. And, and you have to understand it's because God wants to use you and he wants to use your family. And it always starts with someone getting serious with mm -hmm, God. Mm -hmm. And once someone gets serious with God and that foundation's been laid, this is what will happen is that like when David, think about when, uh, when the prophet, you know, Samuel had come and he was asking David's father about his, his children, you know, he, he brought out the, you know, the, the sons that were all strong and mighty and this and this and that. But when it came to, you know, to, to David, you know, he just seen him as some little scrawny little kid out there taking care of a few sheep. But the foundation uh, had been laid. David had been spending time with the Lord and receiving the word of God to where he knew how to slay giants. He knew how to slay bears and lions. He had what was needed. God was able to, to bring him into a place where he became a king of Israel. Mm -hmm. And that was only accomplished because of the time he spent with God mm -hmm. and the time he spent with God's word. That foundation was laid so that he was able to take him uh, into places of service for God that he could have never taken him before if the foundation hadn't been laid. And so when it comes to people's family lives, it's like what you just said. If, if people want to be the best wife, best husband, best father, strong family, because we believe that strong families cause you to have strong churches, then you're going to look at what God says here, amen, uh, because... God wants to bless your life and bless Amen. your family like never before. Amen. And God wants you to recover the things that have been lost in your life or the things that have, you know, uh, have not been there. God wants you to be able to take back your homes. Amen. That's right. uh, but it, that only comes with a person having a strong resolution as a born again believer that you're going to do whatever it takes. Amen. To pursue God till every member of your family is in love with the Lord and they mm -hmm. know him the way that you know him. Amen. And so you, you have to make a decision. I'm going to pursue God's best for my life and for my family. That's, right. that's what changed us. It is. And that's what got a hold of our family. It is. I, and, and you know, sometimes it's just, it may be you. I chose to follow the Lord by myself. It was yeah. me and, and, you know, drag my kid with me, but I chose to follow the Lord by myself, but it, it didn't matter. I made a decision, and because I made a decision, decision, I believe that God honored that decision, and you came along after, you know. And and now look at look at what God's done. It's but let me read the scripture before we close here. Uh, Joshua twenty four, uh, fourteen and fifteen. It says this. And now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day. Mm, I love this. Choose I love it. Your this. choice. I love, love this. And if it seems evil unto you to serve this day, choose you this day whom you will serve. You know, when I got saved, I felt like that's what the Lord was telling me. You know, choose you Make this day. Make a choice. Huh? Make a choice. And I did. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but as for mm, me and my house, on. we will serve the Lord. 
Joshua is making a distinction between me and you. I don't know about you, what you're going to do. I don't mm -hmm. know how you're going to handle this. But I'm telling you right now, for me, mm -hmm. me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And I, it just takes, I just feel like it just takes that one person in your house. Even yeah. if you're, maybe if you're a teenager, maybe your wife, you know, you feel like you don't have a say in your home. I'm telling you. I was the wife. I was the one serving the Lord. I I was the one walking in ahead before my husband. And God honored that. Mm -hmm. God honored that. But you see, I didn't stop serving God because he didn't yeah, go to, to church. To wait for I, me. I didn't wait for him. <laughs> I made a decision unto death for mm -hmm. me. I made a decision whether what he did or didn't do. I ran to God, and I didn't care what he did. And you know what? God honored that, and he came. So it takes that one person. And maybe you're that one person that's going to, get that foundation and say that as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord and I'm going to have a firm foundation on God. I'm going to follow God. And, and because you do, God will bring those people with him. Amen. Oh, amen. Can you pray for them right now, babe? Yes, you know? absolutely. Amen. Whatever it is that needs to change so that you can have a firm foundation in your personal life. Amen. That's what I want to agree with you about right now. Heavenly Father, I pray Hallelujah. for every Thank person under the sound of my voice. I pray, Lord, for you to minister mightily, Lord, to their inner being. And I pray, Lord, that you strengthen whatever is weak, that you fix whatever's been broken. Lord, that you correct, Lord, whatever's been off, Lord, that you make what's crooked straight right now in the lives of your people. And I just pray, Lord, let what's in them rise on them and use them as vessels of honor, Lord, for your glory. And, Lord, for the glory of your name and the glory of your kingdom, Lord, I pray, use them, Lord, thoroughly equip them, Lord, to change not only their lives, but, Lord, to help change the lives of their families and, Lord, their communities and the world they live in. I pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. We're so honored to have you with us. Amen. And we look forward to seeing you guys again on another episode of Kingdom Concepts.